Hey guys, it's your friend Faye. I've started my own podcast where I hope to share great conversation and good vibes. This is called Om With Me and thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, thank you for joining me joining me on another episode of Om With Me. And today I have such a special guest. I'm super excited, that's why I can't talk <laughs> about who I have with me today. I have Kayla. Oh, she's so amazing. I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit and what she's about. And then we're going to dabble into um, some questions because she's an amazing soul and she knows a lot. So I know that we can all learn from her today. So I'm so excited for this episode. Go ahead. Thank you so much for having me, Miss Faye. I'm so excited to be here. Um, my name is Kayla. Um, all my best friends know me as Luna Soul, uh, so you can find me anywhere by that. Um, I am 21. I'm from Reno, Nevada, basically born and raised here. And um, I like to teach yoga and dance and hula hoop dance and do all sorts of really fun stuff. Yes. So um, she has, you have your own um, hoop team. Mm -hmm. What is it called? So I actually have a group of six girls called the Circles of Life, and we hula hoop dance together. Um, me and my best friend, we actually had, we've, we've always loved to hula hoop, and we found when we were hula hooping together that it really inspired us, and we were able to, like, break through and find, like, new inspiration um, through hooping together. And so we just wanted to kind of bring more people together and teach them something that could potentially change their life like us. So we started teaching classes in, I think, 2017, and we have just been killing it since. We don't really do too many classes right now. I have been doing a few, but we do a lot of performing now. We have performed at events like the Reno Art Sculpture Festival, Alive in the Desert, and so so, so many awesome. really fun festivals and community events. That's so awesome. That's a great thing. You know, um, you don't really see it around in oh, yeah. Reno. Mm -hmm. um, so it's good that you started something, and and I hope it just grows uh, more you. and more. Mm -hmm. That's that's very awesome. I'm um, a big believer. If you don't see something out there and you want it to be a thing, you need to be that person to go out and create that wave and get people on it. Yes. That's awesome. And even if you don't have um, the people to learn from, um, I think that it could be such a scary path and you're mm -hmm. so inspiring for taking that scary path. Thank you. Um, I don't know. It's just amazing. Like you guys really need to check it out. You have a Facebook page, right? Yeah. What's the Facebook page? So you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram at the Circles of Life Hoop Troop. Um, yeah, we have all sorts of social media and we post basically all the time. You can find all my team members on there. Um, we do all sorts of fun stuff. We do birthday parties. I've got to teach some kids hula hooping. That's been really fun. And it's always fun teaching adults because they're so <laughs> capable and they don't even know it. I know, right? For some reason, when you get to an age, you kind of shut down that kid in you. Mm -hmm. It sucks because every time I take Zing now, I'm acting like such a goofball. And I see I see other parents are just sitting there on their phone. And I'm just like, oh, you don't know how much fun you could be having right now if you just let it go. Like, just come play. Um, but I love that you said that because that's something that can happen. 
mm-hmm. when you when you reach a certain age you you forget how to have fun and and hula hooping is so fun i i want to try it out i want to go try next time you have a class you gotta come and hoop anytime. <laughs> i'll bring my hoops next time okay sounds good um let's talk about your yoga journey Yes. So yoga has been something that's been pretty close to my heart. Um, I actually started doing yoga when I was in a high school when we actually first met. Yeah. Um, I was in a dance class and I had never really been about like movements like that. I had been raised pretty academic and had always just been like, you need to go to college, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. Really? So I actually just took dance just so that I could get the credit for it really? in school. And then wow. I... I'd never like really taken a lot of art classes or anything until like my senior year because I needed those credits and I just I've always been a creative person I don't yeah, know why I didn't right. see it but I was it gonna was say so you're so artsy <laughs> yeah it just came so naturally to me and I feel like my life just like completely like 360 flipped and I just fell so in love with like the dance and the yoga and I felt so inspired by like the people who were around me and just I I kind of used it at the time because um, I I had really bad issues with being negative about myself and self-harm in the past and it kind of gave me a way to kick my own butt without like being super negative right. about it it was still having a positive impact was, on my body and my yeah. my mental health it's it's yoga is probably the most gentle and disciplined love I don't know. It's yeah. like a bittersweet. It's a practice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And then once you once you fall into it, like like for you, it I felt the same way when I found yoga. Like mm-hmm. I felt like it fell into place. Like oh, mm-hmm. I get it. Right. It's okay. It just feels. It right. feels right. Mm-hmm. It feels like this is what I was supposed to be doing. Like. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm supposed to be doing with my time. This is what I'm supposed to be studying. Mm -hmm. At first, for me, it was kind of just like a hobby. And I would just Mm -hmm. do it all the time on the side just so that I could, like, keep my mental in check. And then it got to the point where, I mean, I was in college. I had just graduated. And I was just super stressed out. And I just felt like this was not, like, the direction that I needed to go in. And, like, my financial aid had fallen through. And I just, like, had kind of lost hope in that area area of my life and I just didn't know what to do I was working the same job that I worked since I graduated high school and I felt kind of dead end there and like I couldn't really grow from there yeah and I just like did not know what to do and then um it, it was very strange actually I my grandmother and I had not talked for a really long time um she has we both I guess had Aww. things on both sides of the family happen and um we just all stopped talking and she had become ill and came to my work one day just showed up and told me about it and was I don't know in a way she was kind of trying to just like buy my love and say hey when I pass away you can have my car you can have this and that you just need to talk to me because she has basically made most of our family stop talking to her so I told her I just didn't want any of her stuff and I just wanted to have a relationship with her again mm-hmm. and she was like oh I'll buy you an iPad I'll buy you this that was that wow. and I was like I don't want anything like that there's so many more important things that I need than that like I need to go back to school mm-hmm. I'd like to get like a certification in something and she's like well what do you want I was like well I really really love yoga she's like okay 
send me a link to how much it is and oh i will buy it gosh, for you that's so, so awesome. she uh, she really helped me she basically bought my first 200 hour certification which was a pretty penny but it was it was well worth it yeah, yeah. i'm it very very expensive. grateful thank you grandma <laughs> <laughs> thank you grandma right oh that's awesome yeah yeah i know it is expensive and i think that's a lot of what's holding me back mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know and i think this is the first time that i'm saying this like mm-hmm. out loud for everyone to hear but i'm undocumented so that gets that holds me back yeah. a lot like mm-hmm. i can't really go to college unless i apply for the DACA. but i really don't want to be in like i have in so much yeah mm-hmm. i have so much that's like a tug t- and pull. yeah a tug and pull you're like do i do it but this is gonna happen oh but we have to do it oh but this and it's kind of like when they have you in prison for not really, and you're like in right. front of a judge, and they're like, "Are you guilty or not guilty?" But you, you're gonna get fucked if you say not guilty, right? <laughs> so you have to say guilty. Like that's how kind of how I feel mm-hmm. with doing that, and it's just um, it's hard. Um, but I'm getting on it, and then things keep happening. I got sick. I couldn't work. I got really, really sick. I couldn't work. I was Mm -hmm. anorexic. I couldn't gain any weight. I was depressed. I was always down. I didn't find love in my practice, which Mm -hmm. that's how you know I was really, really messed up. You know, that's how you know I was really out of it. For the the beginning of my practice, I started... I, I was really, really hard on myself, which is one thing that I really loved about teacher training was it helped me find my balance a little more. Mm-hmm. My teacher, Melissa, she, one of the things that she said that really stuck with me is how you show up in your mat or on your mat is how you show up in your entire life. So if you're pushing through every single pose, going to the next mm-hmm. one, trying to be perfect, trying to have great form mm-hmm. and just going really hard. That's how you do everything in life. Mm-hmm. If you're slow, you're sluggish, you're hesitant, and you don't push yourself on your mat, that's probably how you are in your mm-hmm. real life, too. Mm-hmm. So kind of being on your mat reveals you to your own self. And I've kind of used it as a discipline not to, like, judge my mind anymore, but to just witness what I'm thinking and how I can, like, try and improve my state of mind. Yeah. And make me feel more comfortable with myself and with my life and just yeah, improve my right. quality of life. That's so right. Mm-hmm. Oh, when you say that, it's like, yep, yep. Because <laughs> I was very disciplined at one point, too. And then I got sick and then I started, like, getting all negative mm-hmm. about everything. And then I was like, what is yoga going to do for me? the hell is yoga gonna do for me? What do you mean? Everything! Right. Yoga's gonna do everything for you. I know, I hate being that person that's like, have you tried yoga? <laughs> I know! But I totally I know. am. I am that person too. People will start complaining about everything. I'm like, you should really try to meditate and do some yoga. <laughs> like, I, you should really. I know, people are like, oh, well, I've tried everything and pills and... I'm just like, but yoga, mm-hmm. it sounds so simple, but it's so impacting. It's oh, yeah. seriously beautiful. And uh, like another thing, great thing that I learned in my teacher training is every time you show up to the mat, you're a different person. You're in a different situation. Every mm-hmm. time it's a new practice. Maybe your downward dog is a little more flexible or a little more stiff than yesterday. So it's completely different and you can always have new opportunities if you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to put it too. Mm-hmm. That's amazing too yeah i 
love you guys. I'm just in awe right now. Yeah. I'm in awe in her presence. I love it. Um, uh, Talk to us about Hatha Yoga because I know Hatha Yoga is about uh, breathing exercises a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So when I was in my teacher training, I actually did my teacher training at the We Are One Flow Yoga teacher training. It's at Temple Yoga in Reno, Nevada in downtown. Um, Melissa Chavez, she was the facilitator and the owner of the studio. She's a great teacher. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. (laughs) Um, But she actually taught us from the bhakti and the hatha variations hatha is based on it literally actually translates to sun and moon which i thought was awesome because i'm moon of soul but it actually is meant for balance and equilibrium so it's like a balance of physical postures so making sure that you're equally stretching both sides that you're not neglecting anything and um that you're really trying to find your central balance which is a lot of breath work with the movement Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of pranayama as Mm -hmm. they would call it but bhakti also um it's a variation of yoga there's seven different but these two specifically i love bhakti is um based off of like love and devotion so traditionally in like hinduism it's based off of like deities or stuff but mm. i i learned yoga is not about any sort of religion right. you could apply your highest truth to it yeah Yeah. so whenever you're on the mat you could be thinking of your god your allah your whoever yeah (laughs) what were yourself who knows that's true but it's a lot about dedication you know kind of uh giving and not really centering it all about yourself Mm. i like to think of it as like dedicating your practice to someone or something that you really love Mm. i Mm. love that i love that because i also hold you a little bit accountable Mm mm-hmm I love that a lot. And I feel like it's a really good good way. About halfway through practice, we're all sweaty. <laughs> you're really feeling it in a certain spot. And I'm just like, now send all that heat and all that energy yep. that you feel in you to that cause. Yeah. And it really kind of helps you let go and take that off of you a little mm-hmm. bit. And feel like you're putting all that energy that you built up on a positive thing. Yeah, instead mm-hmm. of blowing it up into a negative. Yeah. Which usually happens mm-hmm. um, if you don't, you know, take care of it correctly. Uh, <laughs> I learned a lot of that um, when I was going through my journey of being super down and mm-hmm. sick that I would get ticked off easily because mm-hmm. I wasn't practicing my yoga and I wasn't practicing my meditation or anything. I wasn't taking any time for myself to breathe, mm-hmm. just to actually like breathe for one second, two seconds. Mm-hmm. No, I would go the whole day stressing, kicking, pushing, sighing, like, oh, I hate my life. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't take one second to just breathe. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that trying to push yourself too much mm-hmm. and not not being able to breathe um can cause so much stress you know and then you mm-hmm. blow up into a negative emotion but if oh, you yeah. just take two seconds to breathe mm-hmm. and then you get out of the room and you're like okay all right we don't need to go all that you right. know we don't need to do all that that's that's well, another thing bit. that my that my yoga teacher training has taught me it's a lot of um kind of trying to find that calmness in the storm mm-hmm. and finding mm-hmm. that little place inside of you where you can be calm like no matter what pose you're <laughs> in or what you're doing you know kind of creating that space within yourself mm-hmm. that ohm or whatever that you would like yeah. to call it what is um uh, while you're when you're doing hatha yoga and you're practicing breathing and doing the pose, what do you think mm-hmm. the most difficult thing for you is? 
Is well, it the stretch? Is it the pose or is it the breathing? I would say, honestly, breathing. Yes, me too. I agree. I mean, you kind of just go throughout your whole life, like, not paying attention to it. And then when you're on the mat and you're trying to connect your movements with your breath and, like, really be in control, Mm -hmm. you realize how much, like, you don't have control of that. And um, sometimes, yeah, I really have to, like, slow myself down Mm -hmm. and just really, like, take a few more breaths in that posture. Yeah. I get it. I know. That's why I asked that question, because for me, it's the breathing. I'm always like, oh my god, I need to just sit down for this one because let me get my breath in sync mm-hmm. and then we go again and try it again because it's the breath that's the hardest for me. Mm-hmm. I, and I, it's the most important part. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's the, if it's everybody's hardest part. It probably <laughs> is. Um, where are you uh, working now? And So I actually teach uh, private lessons right now. Um, I'm not currently doing any public classes. Just trying to gain a few more yogis in my area. Um, But I actually have been working at a healing lounge. It's called Healing One. Um, Hopefully in the future they do expand more to their active healing arts. But they're currently more passive healing. So massage therapy, energy healing, sensory deprivation, and infrared saunas. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you say energy healing, what, what do you mean exactly? Can you go more into depth about energy healing? Yeah. So um, I actually have eight different uh, massage therapists slash energy healers. Um, energy healing basically taps into your electromagnetic wave field that's mm. around your body. And um, it's actually been scientifically proven that you can um, manipulate that. Uh, other people can manipulate that, um, which makes a lot of sense if you think about it in terms of emotion. Um, but it's basically like Reiki, quantum touch, past life regression. There's so many different things that all of our healers offer that I've been pretty interested in, honestly. Shamanism, using herbs and stuff. That sounds interesting. I was telling Jason the other day that I really want to start getting into energy. Mm -hmm. I remember one one time this lady told me, Right before I was going to begin yoga, I I began yoga maybe at 15, 16. And around 14, 13, I took a trip to San Francisco. And I met this lady and she said, your aura is so beautiful and green. And I was like, is it? Oh, my God. I felt so like, wow, that's interesting. I want to learn more about that. I want to learn more. And I never did. And, And then I went through my yoga and I started getting and I still thought about it the back of my mind about my energy and I want to learn more about how to have better energy you know how Mm -hmm. to cleanse myself from the bad energy Mm -hmm. so that I'm not giving that off to people so that I don't go into situations already Mm -hmm. having like a bad aura you know Mm -hmm. um so I I really wanted to learn about that um there were some workshops also with the herb lady that she had oh yeah um and I didn't get to go I didn't go to it It normally happens when the time is right. I actually just got my Reiki Level 1 certification a couple months ago. And I've been interested in Reiki, I want to say, for at least, like, four years or more. Wow. Like, just getting it, learning more about it and stuff. And it it was a pretty powerful thing. I was always looking for classes and at the right time to, like, find it. But then it just kind of fell into my my lap right at the right time. And that's usually how it's supposed to be, right? It'll, the universe it'll come to you. gives it'll you stuff you. when it wants to give you stuff. 
Um, but yeah, I really, I really am interested in it. I'm, I'm gonna study a little bit up on it. I'm so excited. Oh yeah, I have um, so many good books too about it. I've been reading a lot about the subtle body, which is about a lot of your energy field and the chakras, mm. all the doshas, mm-hmm. and um, can just give you a little more awareness of how your emotions and how you physically holding that inside of your body can really like create blockages and create um illness inside of your body literally literally Mm -hmm. because uh, your mind is very powerful Mm -hmm. and whatever you feed your mind your feet your mind will feed right back to your body Mm -hmm. because let's remember that the brain is the receptor of all things Mm -hmm. so if you're gonna do something or if you're gonna feel something the brain is feeling it and thinking it first Mm -hmm. okay so if you're telling yourself you're sick Mm -hmm. or you're feeling some type of way it's your brain is going to make it happen, definitely. Oh, yeah. And plus, a lot of us um, nowadays, we're always on our fight or flight. We're always mm-hmm. super hyperactive. And that's one thing I love about working at the center I work at, too, is they actually have sensory deprivation tanks. And what that is, basically, is they're gigantic tanks full of salt water. Um, it's enough, like, thousands of pounds of salt, so you float in it, like the Dead Sea or, like, the Salt Lake. Wow. Um, but it's, it's really high in magnesium, so not only does it have a lot of benefits for you topically taking it in through your skin mm-hmm. that you can't get when you're eating it because it breaks down like by enzymes and stuff in your stomach but the sensory deprivation it deprives you of all your senses you sit in there there's no music or sound there's no nothing and you just get to relax it puts your brain into theta brain waves which is the same brain wave that you go to when you're meditating and it really helps wow. your body be able to restore and relax itself because wow. that's when you're really in that heat healing mode and a lot of people even when they're like sleeping and trying to get in meditation they can't find that really deep inner calmness right. just because of how their body right. has just been naturally stimulated right. their whole life it takes a long time mm-hmm. especially long if you've time. had maybe 20 30 plus years of high stress you're not just gonna lay yeah. down for an hour right. and automatically <laughs> get out of that but it, it definitely really really helps and i've been really interested in that since yeah. i've started i've got to work there for Almost four months, and it's been a pretty profound experience, I'd say. Yeah, that sounds amazing. You gotta come try it. I do want to try it. I was just gonna say, I wonder if it helps with um, resting leg syndrome, because I have a friend who um, has issues with uh, resting leg syndrome, and maybe the magnesium can help, because Mm -hmm. there's magnesium lotions for it. Oh, yeah. Magnesium, actually, most humans are deficient in it. And um, like I said, you don't really receive it the same way when you eat it as when you get it topically. And it really helps in over 300 functions in your body. Like magnesium is so important. Um, We actually even just got like sprays and stuff for the people who don't like to be in the tank. That's crazy. It's so it's definitely something that's worthwhile and a lot more people should know about it and try it. Yeah. My mom is very hardworking. She never likes I, I kept telling her to go to Lexi. You know Lexi, right? Um, I keep telling her to go to Lexi to get a massage, and she's like, oh, but this. Oh, I have this to do today. Oh, I have this to do today. I'm like, no, woman. 
You need to relax. You need to go lay down and relax. That's the thing I've seen with a lot of people is even with yoga and with massages and with energy healing, the floating, a lot of people have a hard time committing just one hour of a 24-hour day to themselves. And you you got to think how many days of your life are you doing that? Mm -hmm. You got to be able to at least give yourself an hour or two for you to rest and rejuvenate and come back so you can be fully present in your life. I agree. I agree 100%. And then your energy, it will be better. Your health is better. Everything's better. Oh, man. And you're everything. good. Every, not one thing is going to bother you. I'm not, I'm not going to say that it's going to fix your entire life <laughs> and no bad stuff is ever going to happen, but you're definitely going to be way more equipped to handle that. Yeah, you'll react not, yeah, way better. Yeah, you're going to just... You're, you're not going to let it affect you like you normally would yeah, have. exactly. Yeah, I, I just, in my last few months, I've been working the two jobs, and I do not think, like, two years ago I could have done this, but since I've just been so deep in my practicing, it's just given me a lot more patience and awareness of when I'm getting to that point, mm-hmm. and it gives me, like, oh, okay, you're getting to that point. You need to rest. You need to right. do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Yeah. And it's important to recognize that before you get to that point of no return. Mm-hmm. Because I think that we've been all programmed to not mm-hmm. take care of ourselves mm-hmm. first and do what we have to do We first. like to avoid our problems. Yeah. And that's another thing I would love to touch on is shadow work. Uh, a lot of people, like, We've talked a lot about, like, negativity today, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's so important to, like, talk about and, like, bring light on because we need to work on our shadow. Mm -hmm. We need to acknowledge it and not give it power by Mm -hmm. just letting it hide. It's true because when you're in that negative, uh, when you're in a negative state of mind, and I only Mm -hmm. speak from my experience, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like when someone brings something up, Mm -hmm. I... You know, I'm just going to block it out. Mm-hmm. Like, right. you don't even want to think about the negative stuff. Exactly. Even though you're in a negative state of mind, you don't want to bring it up. Right. Because you know that you're going to talk about everything and you're going to bring it all out. But when you do that, mm-hmm. it deletes its power, it brings it to the light, and it helps you learn a lot more about yourself mm-hmm. and where you need to kind of yeah. get that self-discipline in and so train yourself. It's, it's just that one little click of the mind that mm-hmm. says, okay, we're going to just... We're just going to do it right now. And I like to think of it because, like I said, I used to be really down on myself. And when I would, like, see myself being negative, I'd be like, oh, you're a horrible person. (laughs) But then I just, I did a really powerful meditation. It was called the inner child meditation. It was super awesome. It basically just talked about looking at yourself and treating yourself like a small child. And, you know, you're not going to look at a small child and be like, you piece of crap, (laughs) you did this, that. You're going to be like... Man, you really messed up yeah. this time. You're in a mess. But you gotta okay. clean it up. We'll clean yeah, it up. we're gonna get through this. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of have to learn that like bit of gentleness. That's ahimsa number one is nonviolence. And a lot of us think nonviolence is just being nonviolent to other people, but we are probably the most violent to ourselves, ourselves. than anyone else. <gasps> You're right. You guys, this whole time I've just been like, all these things have been thrown at me, and I'm like just breathing and barely getting there. This is crazy. It's true. (laughs) It's so true. Oh man, if if people and if and if you were to tell me these things while I was in my negative state, I would just say, "I know, (laughs) I know. Oh yeah, I know." Mm -hmm. Instead of listening, right, and being like, "Oh really?" A lot of people have that 
idea that it's really bad to not know things, mm-hmm. that it's bad to make mistakes, that it's incorrect, you know? And I, I get that because we've all been taught yeah, that through schooling been, yeah. and stuff, like, oh, you did this wrong. Right. But I don't know. When we take that away and we say, I don't know, it's like such a amazing place because then you have everything to learn you cannot get bored you cannot you know be uninspired you can be the most adventurous when you're willing to sit there and say i don't know exactly yeah Yeah. just by saying and and you know what i read the other day i read that it's not bad to have people do things that you want to do it's Mm -hmm. not bad to have people above you and progress Mm -hmm. more than you have because those people are there to teach you Mm -hmm. like those are the people that you're going to learn from Mm -hmm. so don't be upset or don't don't be like shut down and not wanting to learn from people just because mm-hmm. of your ego. And if you're, you're not going to get at anywhere, the bottom right? and you're like, oh my goodness, I can never be like these people that I'm looking up to. Just think the master was one day just a beginner right. as well. So it's just lots of practice. Yeah. Every day is a practice. And, and that's one thing mm-hmm. I try and tell myself every single day is I might not be good at it today, but <laughs> I'm practicing and tomorrow might be better. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing to remember, too. Um, anything else you want to say? You want to leave it off at that? Or uh, oh, want to share anything goodness. else? Um, I, I think I'm pretty good. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for having great. me again. You like, I super to. appreciate it. I appreciate I'd love to come back anytime <laughs> soon. This is super fun. I loved it. Um. Mm-hmm. I hope that everyone learned something. I know you did, because I did. Um, I love having you. I can't wait to have you again. You're going to be a reoccurring guest. Yes. And then <laughs> maybe next see. time you can talk about your float experience. Oh, yes. I'm definitely going to try mm-hmm. it. I want to go with my mom. We oh, can yeah. go together. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Definitely. I, I want to do it. And then I'm going to tell my friend, because he has uh, resting leg syndrome. And yeah. I think it'll help him a lot. It definitely um, helps. We have a lot of older people come in, because it takes all gravity pressure off of your body when you're floating on the salt you know where do you think people can uh go online do you guys have a website and then yeah it's called healing one and you can just find it healing one.com it's really awesome they have facebook instagram and they're always willing to answer any questions with their full hearts and their best intentions awesome i love that okay guys thank you for coming to join us uh, on another episode of own with me this is going to be called uh, a special day with Luna Soul. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much again. Of Bye, guys. Have a great day. And don't forget, the way you react is going to be the outcome of the situation. So just breathe. Breathe. <laughs>